The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. So, 41 of In The Corner. Happy Wednesday all, hope you're doing well. He is back. He is not booked this week. From across the pond, Mr. Tyler, how are you, sir? Benny, I'm doing wonderful. I haven't got a chance to tell people to go fickle yourself over your opinions. <laughs> so I'm doing delightful. And it's always just a pleasure to join my friend from over across the pond that way in the UK. So, Benny, how are you, my friend? Yeah, you sound like you're raring to go for this as well. I love it. I'm very doing well, very I'm well. I'm pumped up. Yeah, I'm, I'm not booked. You, you you made it happen. You said, hey, to all the <laughs> promoters that want to book Tyler Peters, he's mine first. So I'm here. <laughs> First, first refusal, I think they call it, don't they? <laughs> so there we go. Well, um, I, I, yeah, I, it, that'll work. Yeah. Oh, mate, how you doing? I am doing uh, fantastic. Uh, how's your week been? I seriously just love being on the show, and I thought I'd bring a little different energy. I've got to uh, step up my game because Benny does such a wonderful job, and I thought, hey, why not change it up uh, week to week and uh, surprise people? <laughs> many different faces the three faces of uh dustin tyler maybe we should have a that'd be a new t-shirt there you go. hey that, that that'd be a pretty good cool shirt yeah <laughs> the three faces that you don't want of uh dustin tyler <laughs> yeah you like that that's good uh, yeah no i'm doing very well thank you mate uh it has been an up and down week but we got some wrestling to talk about so um, yeah we do but uh yeah man i mean raw obviously happened monday i i've I, uh, finished watching that earlier um Great main event, actually. I liked the. I could. I just kind of saw it going the way it went. Um, I didn't know which member of the Judgment Day would get involved, but mm-hmm. it was very cool to see Edge take on Austin Theory. They put on a really good match for the US title. Um, oh, it's a great match. The Forever Champion, as he calls himself, Austin Theory, still champion. Um, and it looks like we might be getting Finn Balor versus Edge at Mania, based on what happened on Raw this past this past week, man. I mean, would that is that a fair it sure assumption? Sure, that way. Yeah, I, I would think so. I think we'll probably get Balor taking on Edge, and I'm all for it, man. Uh, just like you were saying, Benny, Edge and Austin Theory tore the house down up in Ottawa, Canada. They were just in Montreal for Elimination Chamber. I know we'll get into all that. But how great and how ta- well-executed match, as we shouldn't be surprised by the rated art superstar, the Hall of Famer, and Mr. A-Town Down, the United States yeah, champion, man. Austin Theory. Do you know what? I have no issue with Austin Theory having that title for the next six months. I really don't. Um, I think we get to see a lot, if he does do that, or even the next three months, if we we can see a lot more of this character of Austin Theory develop. Um, Obviously, the new uh, sort of persona he has at the moment is not massively dissimilar than what he was doing before, other than he's lost his selfie stick, essentially, and he's a lot more aggressive and a lot more, like, cocky. So there's room for this he's, character he's, to grow, isn't there? Yeah, he's got some more swag. I mean, you, you could argue he had it a little bit with the selfies like you were alluding to, but I think he's got a, a newer, aggressive side, and I like it. He, he's taking things seriously, but still having fun out there. 
He's able to get the heat from the crowd. And if I look like Austin Theory, hey, I, I'd have no trouble flaunting it, I'll just tell you. But unfortunately, I don't. That's why you don't <laughs> want to see me like that. But uh, going back to the uh, the main point, Austin Theory, I have to agree with you. And I, I'm going to have to disagree later on. But I, I'll tell you, Austin Theory as the United States champion has been just magnificent. It's been He's good, isn't it? He's got all the tools. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you. Six months, a year even. I, I'm cool with that. I'm, I've got no issue with long title reigns. Obviously, it's very, if, when done right, look at Roman, for goodness sake. You know, obviously, this is one of the biggest stories in wrestling. I don't, you know, whether you're an AEW fan or not, or whether you're an Impact fan, you know, um, you can't really, yeah, you could probably shit on certain things of it, but overall, I think it's been, I, me personally, I don't shit on any of it, but like, it's a, it's a damn great story. And we're, I, we're still not over yet. It's still not over, is it, to be honest? <laughs> no, it, it's not finished. Uh, th- there's a lot uh, c- regarding the story, and th- that's what I love about these long title reigns. And uh, But going back to something you said before all the championship reigns, uh, I'm going to have to start critiquing more of this stuff. I, I think I'm holding back. I- I've got to start coming in hot, and that's what I'm going to start doing. So Benny's scared right <laughs> now. You can't see his face. But, yeah, Tyler <laughs> Peters is coming for everybody. So uh, beware. There's your warning. <laughs> Three-minute warning, is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait a minute. Is it hot lesbian action? Oh, it's for another podcast. Uh, carry well, on. wrong podcast, man. Wrong podcast. <laughs> Although, oh, that'll be yeah, a... Is, is this still wrestling? <laughs> I don't know even know what's going on anymore. Um, there we go. <laughs> um, See, I told you it's going to be different. It's going to be the unique, and <laughs> three, you better believe it. The three, yeah. the three, what did you say? The three, I said three faces of dust in Tyler. What did you say? The three... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. you don't want to see. There you go. <laughs> Even though you see them enough on social media with <laughs> the selfies, you're you're probably like, is there a way to Photoshop his face out of them? I mean, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be more appropriate. Yeah. See, I take shots of myself. Uh, people don't realize how much I uh, I really make fun of myself. And at the expense of getting Benny Mac over, which he deserves, I'll, I'll take shots of myself all day. I'll, I'll generate heat. Nah, man, we're so. a tag team. We're going to be world tag team champions at some point. That's what's going to happen, man. Yeah, so. we are. We're, we're challenging all the podcast tag team champions. <laughs> the, the gauntlet's been set. The challenge has been laid out. So you don't want any piece of us. I'll tell you, we're the <laughs> UK-US connection. UK-US connection. Oh, did I mention that before? I think I. Do you know I got on my list of T-shirt ideas? I, th- I think you did. Uh, yeah, I think I, I did. I yeah, to, yeah. Um, you deserve the credit. <laughs> uh, leave it for me to even steal my tag team partner's. Uh, line, nah, you got it. It's got to be hey, done. Got to be done. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> I was going to ask actually very quickly because I was going to ask this off the air, but I thought it would be quite cool to ask it on the podcast and then because obviously we've texted back and forth about this. Tyler has no idea what questions coming, by the way. But um, I don't. But, uh, you know, obviously, we released the merch. We're in the corner. SJP World Media is now carrying it over there in the corner T-shirt. Uh, me and Cy discussed a few things. Obviously, we discussed a few things. But what? how do you like? How are you liking your uh, your fickle T-shirt, Ty? I love it. If I could do a brother love impersonation, I would go, I love you to the shirt. Because, I mean, <laughs> you guys did an a amazing job with all the T-shirt designs, by the way. So everybody go get whatever shirt you like. But I got to plug the uh, Go Fickle Yourself shirt. Uh, I shared that with family and friends on Facebook. Probably made some people <laughs> mad. I don't care. That's me. I'm really not a laid back nice guy. That's only my gimmick. Uh, <laughs> you're going to find out that I'm rough around the edges if you can believe all that nonsense. But seriously, it's a the shirts were just fantastic. 
I love the. I, uh, mean, I, I, I didn't. Just, I didn't know yeah. Sai was. I didn't know Sai was going to do the cornery use one. I said about possibly doing a Usi shirt of some kind, but obviously we did a lot of Usi stuff as we as it went along. So that, I, I'm so looking forward to getting hold of the uh, the hoodie because I I have to buy my own merch. Right, the bloodlines <laughs> red hot. You guys are just on a roll. The whole media network, the whole global empire. It's not WWE. It's it's size network. It's the Benny Mac show, and uh, you know. I guess I'm kind of the in the Sami Zayn J Uso where I, I think I'm cool till I don't know what cool is till I've been on these programs. So, There's so much stuff. I'm, I'm just humble, man. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. Obviously, this show is on the sh- uh, on the uh, on the thing. Uh, uh, Chain wrestling is like the flagship show. Let's face it. Back when with yourself and uh, Danny, uh, RSH as well is mm-hmm. on uh, regularly scheduled hostilities. Uh, almost well, they'll be on in a few hours. Actually, live. We're not live. We're recorded, obviously, at the moment. The Doctor Who yeah, pod, great shows. Yeah, uh, there's so many more. WCW Nitro Nights, the rise and fall of uh, NXT. Is it Murder in Mind? Yes, it's the Murder in Mind yeah, podcast. Murder in as well. Mind. Yeah. So there's so many things, and, and we are trying to get the. Um, we are getting there slowly, me inside, but we are trying to get the waiting room, the, the Quantum Leap podcast, still going. It's being recorded. It is being recorded. It's just not come out yet. That's all. It might be a once a month show. I don't know. For, but yeah, there's you're, so much stuff. You're building anticipation. That, that's what I see. I see the dollar <laughs> signs. I'm already hooked. You just said it. Uh, you just had to say the one line, Benny, and I'm there. I can't get enough of these shows. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. We're going to have to cut a promo <laughs> here in a minute, but we, we're going to have to carry on or I'm going to get fired after. Next to be week, honest, so man, I don't know. when it comes to yourself, you cut in promos. You seem to nail it. You just you just cut one and you're done. So, you know, you can see why yeah. the commentary about hopefully you get to pursue that a bit more, which we said before. But, um, but yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, and hopefully you too as well, because I, I hear you're very talented. What I was going to say, Benny, nah. is people quit coming after Benny Mac, because if you do, you're going to have to mess with uh, <laughs> Mr. Tyler Peters at Dustin Tyler 86. Just send your hate mail, your tweets. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it. This show deserves more than 10 stars. I don't care what Meltzer says in the Tokyo Dome. And I've uh, had too much coffee, you can tell. But there I you was going to say, is it an energy drink? Are you drinking Prime or are you drinking, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the rails because I told you I wanted to be a little bit uh, different. And it may be the kind of different Benny's like, boy, Tyler's on something. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, truthfully, at least I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm honest. I just, not that nah, anybody's man. attached you uh, recently, but in case they do, three minute warning, I'm only giving them a minute warning. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, man. I mean, yeah, let's let's crack on. We could rant for two hours, I think, between me and yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we we could go a long time. Um, right. So, uh, let me. Uh, where's the where's the button? Let me talk to you. So we put a question out uh, on Twitter earlier today, and I asked, "What did you think of WWE Chamber? Uh, what, what was your worst moment, and what was your favorite moment?" We had a few uh, responses here, Tyler. Uh, I'll read a few, go through a few here. Um, Witnesses of Ben. Uh, at Whitsoms of Ben on Twitter says best moment the main event expertly done despite the outcome um, I think that's a fair comment to be honest I think the it felt a little bit flat it, towards it the is. end until KO came out but overall fantastic way of doing it yes as I said in my uh, my prediction show um, and obviously you gave me your predictions uh, via you know recorded voice message Tyler but I said my I did. my heart wants Sami Zayn to win, but my head says Roman Reigns is going to walk out champion, which is what happened. Um, uh, ben also says, worst moment, not only Montez Ford not winning the US title, but playing off an injury angle to let Logan Paul in. So he didn't like that at all. I mean, what did you think about Logan Paul appearing and 
uh, towards the end of that match. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it because Seth Rollins has already been teasing that they're going to have a program together. So I, I think it's a good way to get heat. I think Montez Ford, I, I do agree with him. I think he definitely showed for a long time. And eventually he's going to be either a United States champion, intercontinental champion, even a world champion at some point. And they've already, have they been tag team champions on the main roster? I know in NXT they have. So there, there's still a lot of potential as a tag team with D'Angelo Dawkins. But I'll, I'll tell yeah. you, with all due respect to Dawkins, Montez Ford is the guy. And he showed it. He proved it. And we'll talk more about that when we break yeah, it down. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There, there it is for DX. Uh, oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> My bad. I, you said it, and I didn't. I just, my brain wasn't working no. at all. Man, so there I, we go. I thought it was great. It, it builds more of the momentum where people don't <laughs> always expect it. So I liked it. Cool. Um, and he said, WTF moment, Brock v. Lashley finish. If White is being penciled in, why end it like that? And do you know what? I the That was a complete letdown for me. I, this was the, supposed to be the rubber match. And um, I mean, I think I, I think I, I think I uh, said maybe Lashley to win this, which he kind of did, I guess. I think I can't remember who I said. No, oh, well, me and you both said Lashley, Tyler. So we did get it right technically. Oh, but, yeah, so we did get it correct. But but what a what a letdown for you know. I, I actually I agree with Wisdoms of Benia. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but it was a bit of a letdown. I thought it was disappointing, but I, I'm not gonna agree to say it was so much of a letdown. I think this is a good time that we're seeing Brock Lesnar become more the heel and Bobby Lashley is going to end up more the baby face from all of this with, uh, you know, Lesnar having to resort to the low blow. Yeah. And I, you know, so I think it's not over. They said the rubber match, I think even on down the line, we could see another match between Lesnar and Lashley after what happened, because there's still unfinished business that you could, uh, go back toward. So I, I'm taking a different stand on it. Fair enough. Uh, I just was, I don't know. I know we've seen Lashley and Brock a fair few times now. I was just expecting a little bit more from it. That's all. The yeah, the finish. Um, this past week on Raw, uh, Omos has yeah, challenged Brock. Yeah. Uh, Omos has challenged Brock for WrestleMania. No official answer yet. Obviously, we'll wait till next week for that. But um, so logically speaking, the way it was laid out, Lashley versus Bray at Mania? I don't know. That was how it was laid out. Well, but. Yeah, because Bray even challenged, like, who, you know, he was going to say it wasn't going to be Lashley or Lesnar on SmackDown. So you yeah. may have thought, hey, w- why didn't we get Uncle Howdy or Bray showing up? But I think they're trying not to uh, show us too much or reveal it, anything so abruptly until we get closer to WrestleMania. So that, that may have just been a good swerve or tease, just like maybe the Omos thing could be. Yeah, definitely. I mean, do you know what? I know I said, you know, do you know back at Crown Jewel, we were both like not, we didn't want to see Omar versus Braun. We weren't really into it at all. Um, I do remember. Yeah, weirdly, I think that could be fair. It it has the potential to be very interesting, Brock versus Omar. So I don't think it'll be amazing, but I think it has, maybe maybe it's because it's a fresh match idea. (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm thinking, other than Brock and Lashley, maybe. It's going to be interesting knowing how Brock's style is compared to Omos and have an MVP, you know, align with Omos. And could this be a part of a new Hurt business? So Lashley I'm, would not be completely out of the picture. I mean, I, I think I said on the show I was uh, very much pulling for maybe Lashley does win, but thanks to the Hurt business and we have a re, you know, a reformation of them, but that didn't happen in Elimination Chamber. Um, 
could this be happening at Mania? Could this be happening leading up to Mania? I have no idea. But the way it seems to be with Omas and Alexander and Shouting in MVP, the only missing piece for me is Bobby Lashley. So is it going to happen? <laughs> we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. And I, I think it'll be exciting now whether it happens or not. It, it's all fantasy booking on our ends. But I, I hope there is a chance because I really dug what the Hurt Business was doing. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it, the uh, the Hurt Business, I think I've said it before on the show, the Hurt Business was very much cut short, I believe, um, at the time when Bobby became WWE champion. Then he just attacked them, and it was just like, "Yeah, I don't need you anymore." It's like you didn't. You, I don't understand. There was no real. There was no explanation. <clears throat> well, look at look at what. Um, pardon me. Look at what's happening with the bloodline. Now, whether this is a swerve or whether this is an actual, you know, the, the bloodline being picked apart bit by bit, um, which I'll get into later. But at least we've had an explanation of why they're suddenly starting to be dysfunctional and all that. Whereas the Hurt Business, it was just, oh, I'm WWE champion now. I don't need you. Goodbye. Boom. It, okay. I, I just feel we needed more of a reason than... And there was no real follow-up for the others to kind of go against Lashley either. So I don't really... Again, it was just very much like a way of, let's just get rid of the Hurt Business, I think. It didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, there, there there was just no rhyme or reason. I mean, I, I could handle Bobby Lashley turning on him, but at least give us some uh, clarity on why he was yeah, doing it. So we even, had a lot of questions unanswered. Exactly. And with the bloodline, they have done it so well that it's it's almost made it hard for any other storyline, even within WWE, not to mention outside of uh, WWE, but especially internally. It's, uh, it's making it hard for even good storylines to be great after seeing how well this one's developed. Yeah, definitely. Um uh, uh, UTT Rob says, uh, well, so actually, but Wisdom's of Ben had one more addition he wants to add, and I'll follow this up with UTT's comment because it, it informs the other. But um, Ben says, in addition to if Theory faces Cena at Mania, he doesn't need the title. Te- uh, Montez should have won. I think we all agree with that to a degree. I think it would have been a l- so much cooler if Montez did well. He was definitely the MVP of the, um, of the uh, Elimination Chamber match for me, anyway, but that's just myself. He had to be. Yeah, UTT Rob, UTT Rob, sorry, at UTT Rob follows this up with, uh, to be fair, Cena is tied with Flair for both 16 uh, world titles and five US titles. So I'm guessing, giving Cena said he didn't want to break Flair's world title record, I'd imagine he'll break Flair's US title record. So they, that could be a thing going into Mania. Maybe Cena versus Theory. Maybe that it's could be a possible. thing. That could be a thing. That that's not actually a, a bad shout. That'd be quite. If anything. Imagine if, well, uh, if imagine you, if Theory beats Cena, you know. Yeah, if if you read too, uh, Benny, and I'm sure you came across them, and I'm sure uh, all the listeners and people that thank you for the uh, the wonderful questions as well. Uh, that Cena will be back on the what is it uh, the Raw in March, one of the early uh, episodes in March. Uh, Cena's coming back. It'll uh, be in I, Boston, Massachusetts, where yeah, Cena's from originally. I believe it's um, the 6th of March, I believe. That's so it. not next Monday. I, I couldn't remember the day. Yeah. yeah, not next Monday, the Monday after. So, yeah, Cena will be around, which would be good. Um, one more comment before we, uh, before we move on. Let me talk to you. Uh, total Steve-O. Um, I'm gonna break, we're going to break a little bit of uh, inside news here. I was uh, I was asked to be on Total Steve-O's podcast this week. Unfortunately, time 
didn't allow and i'm hoping i will get an invite down the line so i, I want to give a little sh- i know i've already he already knows because i already apologize and stuff but i just want to say i'm sorry i couldn't make it this time steve-o but uh, hopefully i can in the near future i just couldn't make it this particular week which is a shame because the episode we were going to look at is uh cm punk i think negotiating his contract with vincent man <laughs> back in the day during oh, that classic. summer of punk uh so i'm really gutted that i um i don't get to talk to steve about that but i will be listening and like i said hopefully we can get uh, down there uh, i can get on down the line but um um Sivo says i can only comment on lesnar match and reigns lesnar looks incredible match was typical lesnar match guessing at a no DQ. Uh, so, yeah, guessing a no DQ at WrestleMania. Um, although it's changed, actually, Steve-O. Obviously, we've just mentioned some of the matches that could be happening now. Um, maybe there might be a weird fatal four-way where it's a number one contender or something for the following pay-per-view for the title or something. I don't know. Um, it could be. Uh, but Steve-O, hmm. a shout-out to him. And I, I can't wait to Benny, you're on uh, one of his uh, shows. It'll be just tremendous. So, let me know, because, you know, and by the way, Steve-O, very knowledgeable guy. I got to plug his program. He had me on. Uh, he was really desperate and said, hey, come on. I'll, I'll have you come on. Uh, so that that was good. Yeah, man. So, I just got till I couldn't do it, but hopefully I can down the line. Um, yeah, me too. Hopefully. Uh, Steve-O, Rami, uh, Rami? <laughs> Reigns versus Sammy. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, loved every second. Wish Roman had put his middle fingers up to the crowd to really piss him off. Fair enough. Um I think Roman Reigns is at the point now where he doesn't have to do that. Just the swagger that Roman Reigns has is enough to make people he doesn't annoyed. Need it. Yeah, yeah, he don't need to flip off um, because he don't have to be stone cold. It's a different era, different character. He even can just though he, do the a, nonchalant, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, sort of, I'm better mm-hmm. than you, sort of, you know, just the, his whole presentation. Condescending. Yes. Yeah, yeah. like he's he's very, he's got that aura, like I love that. And we'll, we'll talk more about it. I, course, I hate yeah. to give too much away on either end here but yeah he just doesn't he doesn't need it because he's getting genuine uh hatred i mean not just heat that crowd in montreal did not like roman at all yeah uh steve goes on but the ending of the match was underwhelming similar to a lot of what goes on in 2011 a match just ends and i think oh that's it the aftermath with ko was cool though so yeah, you know, mixed opinions on that one, definitely. Um, but uh, either way, thank you very much for everybody who um, who commented. We very much appreciate it on this uh, this segment of the show. Let me talk to you. Which is now called Let Me Talk to You. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, LA Knight agrees. And hey, you can't argue with uh, one of the uh, new top stars of the day, LA Knight. Yeah, but he's got, a, he's, got, he's got a good year ahead of him, I think, as well. There's a lot of talent going forward. Uh, which we'll talk about maybe at some point. That maybe uh, we'll maybe he make that a show at some point. But some of the people he, he going forward, it. yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll see what happens. Like you know, there's so many people: Austin Theory, LA Knight, um, even Bronson Reed to a degree. I know he hasn't had the best start, but I think we're just building this monster up at the moment. So once we get there, yeah, you can see the upside. Absolutely, there's going to be uh, something in that going down the line. Definitely. Um, Let's talk about Elimination Chamber a bit, thanks. We've got some predictions to get through and stuff, and we'll, we'll try and pick our highlights and stuff. I think, obviously, I mean, we've kind of talked about it already, but let's quickly go on to it. Brock versus Lashley. I just uh, I just wish it was a bit of a longer match, that's all. The way it ended doesn't really, especially considering how it seems to be going now, but I suppose it leaves that asterisk above them, so if they want to move down the line with them at some point, 
we still have that. Well, they've kind of, but they've all done low blows and cheated or or whatever or had outside interference. So nobody's really had a clean win, have they yet? So that leaves it open to they haven't. Who is actually better? I guess. I think it showed a vulnerability with Brock because that hurt lock was on. And I think he, even the commentators, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, were pointing this out, Benny, that Brock had to uh, do something out of desperation, and that's what he did with the low blow. But you just said it. I'm, I'm glad you uh, call this into my my remembrance about that Lashley also did these kind of tactics. So, uh, you know, I wanted to say, well, this is possibly Lesnar going heel, but not uh, quite because you could make the argument about Bobby. Uh, yeah. So it's it's very fascinating what kind of story they're conveying here between these two legit athletes and and monsters uh, of men, uh, pardon the pun, with Braun Strowman. But I, legitimately, they, these guys are are bad to the bone. And I thought the match was entertaining. And I, I get why people were were disenchanted with the finish, but I didn't have as much as a problem. I've kind of already answered that with the questions yeah, we yeah. had just in the previous moments. Uh, I just think there's a, a lot left that they can uh, tell from uh, Lesnar and Lashley's uh, angle and with Omos, and, and we'll get into that when we talk about Raw. But I thought it was, you know, Lesnar and Lashley can only work a certain style of match. It's not just Lashley, it's Lesnar too. And I think for what they were able to bring together, this was good. It just, you know, they went with a different finish. But I, I think we kind of read into the finishes a little bit too much where yeah. we got to take steps back and and look at the longer picture instead of just the short term in the moment. As I said, I, I 100% agree with what you just said. I, it's just, a, I think it's more of a, it's a good way of, at some point we could have a match where, because Brock, um, I would assume Brock is going to be done with WWE a fair few years before Bobby Lashley is. So at some point down the line, we could see Brock versus Lashley one more time and actually a clean finish to cement you know, like Rock when Rock beat Hogan and then uh, Cena mm-hmm. beat Rock and stuff like that. You know, I know there was a longer story there, but, you know, so this leaves it open for me for a possibility of maybe six months down the line, maybe SummerSlam, we have it, and this is like the last time and one of them will go over clean with no interference and no question on who is in at least in that time maybe the the, the sort of the the top gu- the top guy really because um, obviously we don't know what's going to happen with Roman you know we're all assuming that Cody's going to go to Mania and beat Roman there is a strong possibility that doesn't happen but we'll see obviously um, yeah we will but if Cody does beat Roman and Roman disappears for a little bit Cody's going to need people to defend the title against Bobby Lashley would be a, Cody and Bobby Lashley would be a good match. I think it would be a very intriguing match. Uh, you know, I think there has to be a clean finish whenever uh, this is definitely not going to be the rubber match. They, they were talking about that going back to Lashley and Lesnar. But, yeah, I could see Cody and the almighty uh, delivering the goods because, I mean, we all know how talented of a worker and an overall just wrestler Cody Rhodes is for crying out loud. And we all know the skill set of Bobby Lashley and, you could just imagine uh, those two mixing it up would be very uh, fun to watch. And I wouldn't mind seeing uh, going with Lesnar. Eventually, I hope we do get the Gunther-Lesnar match down the road. Because going back to Royal Rumble, I know we're talking Elimination Chamber, and we that's already happened. 
obviously, but I want to see a Gunther Lesnar showdown in the future. You know, that'd be a, I, I want to see that. I think a lot of people want to see that match, to be honest, Tyler. So, again, it leaves options open, doesn't it, for different people to have matches down oh, the so line. Many. So many. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, in terms of predictions, um, we both went with Lashley on this. So, like I said earlier, we're technically we we're both right on that one. Um, yeah, we are. I mean, we're both smart, at least in that prediction. <laughs> well, so. I, I didn't imagine this match going the way it went. So I don't think I was annoyed with it. I was just disappointed in a sense of it's no different from watching another sporting event and you want your team to win and they lose 2-0 or something, or it's a very lackluster match. Or I'm not saying the match was, but I'm just saying the finish was not what I wanted, so I was disappointed. I wasn't angry about it. It lacked excitement. Yeah, I wasn't annoyed by it. I was just like, oh, really? <laughs> and that was it. That, that's all? That's all, you know. That's the way we're going to end this thing? Well, what I I enjoyed is seeing referee Chad Patton. He he's I'm sure a nice <laughs> yes, guy, yeah. but if I'm going to be Hill, he deserved it. Uh, what are you doing disqualifying the match? I would have uh, F5'd him to the front row. Forget it. <laughs> well, I saw a couple of posts of people going, and it's these ones that go, oh, the one where Brock F5 the referee. Um, it I think it was on Raw. Uh, wasn't planned. Brock went off script. So. Who cares? It's entertaining. So, and apparently the it don't one matter. At, uh, plus, yeah. plus, what are you going to do? It's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, even, if it, even if it wasn't, he'd freaking pick you up and snap you in half, for God's sake. Right. <laughs> right. What, what's the ref going to do? Oh, please, please. Yeah, He's yeah. probably begging for his life. Um, and Brock's like, I don't care. I'm throwing you over the barricade. But then I'm also at uh, Elimination Chamber, apparently. Uh, was it Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Um, apparently, yeah. it was It was uh, planned. And I'm like, yeah, and? So my point is with this is not I'm not annoyed by it. But if they feel like in that moment this is needed, then just do it. It's entertainment. It's meant to be, you know, if we didn't have stuff that like that happened, like where it was just off the cuff and they just did it, things like Austin 316 uh, probably wouldn't exist. The T-shirts with Suplex City wouldn't exist because Brock just said Suplex City bitch in one match and the microphones picked it up and it became a thing. So Yeah, it became a, a line. Exactly. It's no different from the uh, I mean, I go mean, fit for yourself yeah, t-shirt you available on SGP. You brought up a great Walmart. observation. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, it's no different from the go fit yourself t-shirt, which is available on SJP World Media. Cheap plug there. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. so get, go fit yourself because you'll get a t-shirt if you do. <laughs> no, it, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself, Benny. Yeah. That's why, hey, we're a tag team. I, I just made the tag said go ahead because I was getting a little full of myself here, a little ahead. <laughs> If uh, you'll have to forgive me, but I was just going to insert there. Yeah, you get, uh, deserve credit, Benny. You brought up a, a good good point, if not a great one, about Austin, about the Rock, about those stars from the Attitude Era. We would, and even before, we wouldn't have had that spontaneity, that that sense of danger, and that's what Brock Lesnar. These kind of segments give you. I mean, you do feel bad and get sympathy for the referees and the wrestlers at some point because Brock is just, he's hes legitimate while him and Lashley pair up so well because both, if you look at their careers outside of wrestling, whether that's UFC, Bellator, yeah. what have you, I mean, these guys are really bad athletes and you don't want to mess with them. They're very intimidating to look at if you're around them and to see even with a different variation of Brock's personality and Bobby's coming out too with his personality it's just very fascinating to see the trajectory of both these guys. They're decorated uh, athletes, champions, and to see this 
this clash and, and see referees get involved. It's not been the first and, and will not be the only time that whether security or it's an official or somebody gets F5'd or suplexed or just obliterated by either Lashley or Le- Lesnar, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. I, I didn't have a problem with it. So yeah. what if he went off script? So what if it's part, like you said, it's entertainment. Yeah, I just don't get the the need. I mean, I like. I know people want to know stuff backstage. It's interesting to see documentaries and how stuff is done, how they interact with other people, you know, see these human beings. Um, but why does it matter if it was on script, off script? Just enjoy it, man. It doesn't, <laughs> you know, I mean... Yeah, we we we, go, we go, we go fickle yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you deserve to just go fit, and then then you can wear my T-shirt, and I, I'll I'll love you again. There you what? go. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold said so, and Benny Mac did too. It's been fourteen. Three fourteen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know either. I, I was just I, I was afraid to do the three sixteen because then we get all Copyright. the hate mail. Oh, that's Austin's thing. Betty no, Mac three fourteen. Yeah. I'm gonna that's going on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. well if it doesn't I don't I'll know where the, the heck I was coming from that's I, brilliant let's go with it man uh, go, Benny Mac 314 <laughs> go fickle yourself on the back or something I don't know uh, that's you your go. line I can't use that um, yeah so anyway we both we, we both got it right we have different opinions <laughs> on it but overall I didn't hate it I was just a bit disappointed it didn't just go the distance I guess but uh, you know not every match can you know, there's reasons for that. No, so. not every match can, and and I think we just overanalyze things. I I respect your viewpoint, even because we always are are very formal. At, well, at least most of the time, formal is kind of a, a laughable word because we're passionate, man. We we bring it. Uh, we're the heads of the table here, and uh, I, I want to tell you that yeah, I, I get why everybody may be underwhelmed by the finish, but I I'm just looking at it from a different lens, and uh, I think it's also so, a good. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I, I would. That's all I was uh, okay. adding. I just think it's a different perspective, yeah. and that's what's good. I think it's just. A, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen going forward, but it's also a good way of keeping these two away from each other again. So, like I said earlier, there is a potential here for a match, maybe in a year's time, to just finally decide who is the best out of the two, um, which is more of a need a bit more of a build than that because we haven't had much of a build, have we? Because of Brock's schedule. He seemed to lose a match, disappear a match, and then he disappeared. And so he hasn't been around enough to maybe forward the story. He doesn't have a mouthpiece anymore, like a Paul Heyman. Because you look at Paul Heyman, he's obviously with Roman. No, he, he doesn't. So we don't need Roman on the show because we've got Paul Heyman holding the bouts, talking about how great the, the you know the trend moving him forward. Whereas Brock doesn't have a person to to talk for Brock again, like like to Paul Heyman did. Him. Yeah. So which is when, yeah yeah. I was just going to say. I, I, I agree. I, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I think I think came. I, I know. I, that's, the I'm signal on here is awful. I'm not mean to cut you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Gosh, Amadi, it, it's my signal. I, I'll take the blame. No, what I was going to say is, Paul Heyman, you're you're absolutely correct. He can just say so many brilliant things, and he gets over Roman much like he did. And Lesnar's getting more comfortable. It, it really gave him an opportunity to step out of his comfort zone. I think with promos and we're getting the funny kind of cowboy Brock stuff, but yet he can go into beast mode. And I, I think that's very clever on the uh, creatives uh, behalf when referencing Lesnar, I was just going to say, yeah, maybe Lesnar is missing having somebody similar to Heyman, but it may be nice that we got a break from the Heyman Lesnar uh, yeah, yeah. type of a uh, relay. I, I get what you're saying. No, that's all I was thinking while you were, I was listening. It, it was, uh, it's very interesting how, how far along things change, and not always is that change bad. It's actually a good thing. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I mean, if, even if they recorded a couple of things with Brock talking to the camera or something, that you know, and they could play it so at least Brock's on the show every week to then push said story. But, you know, you know, we'll see what happens with it. Apparently, you know, Omas has challenged Brock whether Bobby Lashley gets involved next week. I have no... We just have to wait and see. Um, the way I mean, looks, he could. Yeah, of course. I'm just going to say, the way, the way it looks at the moment, potentially Lashley versus Bray... Which I think might be a bit soon, to be honest. I'm not going to lie, um, but you know it is what it is. And Brock versus Omos, um, potentially a good idea, um, could be a good match. But I don't know. It's see, or maybe this is a red herring. Maybe we are going to have Brock versus Lashley at Mania. But the way they're doing it is just to lead us down a path of we think, oh yeah, Brock and Lashley are done. But actually, the Hurt business could play a part in this, as we said earlier with Bobby uh, coming to the aid of Omos or teaming up with Omos and Brock. So. Again, we'll see what happens. But ultimately, we both got it right. Lashley won, despite the finish. <laughs> yeah, Lashley did. He was the victor. And I I'm, will say, I would not be... Uh, I would actually... Let me back up. I would like for Omos or maybe interference. And I wouldn't mind seeing Bray get involved. Because even though people probably are kind of uh, rolling their eyes at that kind of creative... Uh, that would still be very... I think just very out there enough to where you're you're interested in it, whether it's uh, going to be Lashley or Lesnar, but I, I guess it would have to be Lashley since he said whoever was going to win the match. Yeah, well, uh, on yeah. Bray's end. Yeah, on SmackDown, yeah, he said that. So, again, we'll see how it pans out. Obviously, SmackDown's on Friday. Uh, SmackDown is, uh, again, this week's Raw didn't seem three hours, even though it was. So it wasn't it wasn't a bad show this week overall. But uh, I know we're talking about, you know. I, I, I was able to get into it. Yeah, it's, yeah same. it has its moments where it gets better. It don't seem like it's a roller coaster ride of three hours. Because most of the time I, I, I'm bad. I'll, I'll be sipping on something, uh, have, have it on the background. And, I, and sometimes I can even be into the matches and segments. And I still, if it's one of those where it's not drawing me in, I, I'm really having some trouble. Uh, so And this week did not feel like that. Yeah, yeah, I no, I agree. Um, moving through the matches then quickly, uh, Edge and Beth I, I, uh, versus the Judgment Day, which is Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Um, even though I said I, I, and I still want to see it. I want to see Beth versus uh, Rhea at some point, one on one. But I enjoyed this match actually overall. I thought it was a great tag team match, and the way they did callbacks to Extreme Rules and stuff like that was really good. Um, progressing the story although it seemed like it was over <laughs> but it wasn't um but uh yeah yourself um went with uh judgment day uh, and i went with edge and beth and uh who won that match oh beth and uh beth and edge <laughs> uh, yeah keep, keep, keep bragging i, I know i, I should have betted on the hall of famers i'm going with youth here benny forgive me no and to, not, be honest with you, what, what am I to be honest I with you to be honest with you it's it's, ha- it's, ha- it's hard to actually the way the Judgment Day have been lately, it's hard to bet against them. But I just figured in this scenario, they could do it in a way where... The way they did it, basically. That's how I figured they would do it. And it was a... it was a, it, Do you know what? A good tag... Normally, these mixed tag matches don't go very well, I think, in the in, you know, in the past. But yeah, no, yeah, I, no I enjoyed was, it. Yeah, this was a uh, very highly entertaining match. Dom getting involved was hilarious. Uh, Corey Graves, him and Michael Cole, their banter about Dominic was funny about the prisons up in Canada and, you know, his interference and then Edge chasing him off the only to see him return and then clothesline and Finn. I, I love the chemistry between Judgment Day and, and Edge and Beth and it showed you're, you're so on point. 
and uh, you know, I love the the Kevin Sullivan kind of trio woe spot where Rhea had uh, the glamazon tied up in the turnbuckle, and I, I just man, all the dynamics, all the uh, the different aspects of this matchup just delivered. It, it was uh, you couldn't be too critical, you couldn't pick it apart. I mean, I, and I'll leave that for the wrestling historians or or people that do that. I think as far as psychology, the entrances, I mean, everything was just. Uh, Fantastic. So I, I have to concur as much as that pains me because I need to start disagreeing with you. And you even won this match. And that makes yeah. it so hard for me to give you your props. Makes a but change. I will say, yeah, this match was good. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to. I've got to cough a minute. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No worries. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the fact they use the, uh, the shatter machine as well to finish the match. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty sure Revival used to use that. And obviously... Um, I did. Edge actually trained. I forget which one he, but he when he was getting back into ring shape before he was it Cash Whittler. I think so. I can't remember, but it was definitely one I, of them. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was definitely one of them, and he trained with them. Uh, Dash Dash Wilder. Is that right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Dash it, Wilder. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so yeah, to I feel like, and of course. I think the revival of Triple H guys, you know, so whether we see them back in WWE at some point, is that like a little a little nod to them? I don't know. It, it kind of is to well, a degree. They, they might. But, but, you know, it was cool I to mean, see that finish. I used to say, yeah, I, I'm with you. I thought it was a great kind of uh, homage to them. Yeah, I, I, feel, I mean, I feel, again, we, we talk about reading into things. You know, it could very well be <laughs> we're reading into it, but it was cool, like I said. Um it was fantastic, and I just hate that you got that one right, even though I, got, <laughs> I will say Edge and Beth looked phenomenal uh, with respect to AJ Styles. I know who is phenomenal, but also, hey, Judgment Day, it was starting to wane, but and I was critical of Edge not being the leader because I really loved their dynamic. But uh, Yeah, I did. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back on that statement knowing, hey, look what we got, though. We, we got a heck of a rivalry, extreme rules, what happened. Now Beth's got involved. So, you know, the, the sky was a limit and the, the way creative and the booking, you know, made up for it uh, for this match uh, was uh, I'm glad we we had this match because I'm, I'm like you. Sometimes I get a little bit I kind of roll my eyes or not, but I, there's there's no excitement or I suppose it's or looking forwardness to it. Yeah, you know? I suppose it's it was breaking them up, whether it was meant this was the plan initially. I have no idea. Um, I mean, I read some stuff that apparently Edge was um not happy with the way they wanted to make the Judgment Day. Apparently, they wanted it to be a lot more supernatural. Um, and I'm talking under Vince's uh, under Vince's term. Now, whether that's true, I have no idea. That's just hearsay in uh, you know stuff on the net. So that's why Edge. Was, yeah, you can't ever tell. Yeah, it was prematurely like obviously Edge didn't want to be a part of it if it was going to be that. So they did that. Um, obviously, we'll never know. So, but I think the reason why a lot of people hated and me, me included, like you said, uh, Edge kicked out almost a couple of weeks after it started and you're like and that's never i don't think that's ever been done where somebody's tried to create a group and then the group people that are in the group the young the young you know imagine if that happened with evolution right you know so um it's just i don't think it's ever been done i don't i could be wrong but i don't think it's ever been done before so for us to try and get behind a group without somebody anchoring it which would have been edge and this cult sort of leader type thing that was going on at the time 
But for, yeah, for, that, that's for, what made it stand out. I mean, yeah. you're, uh, I'm, I'm having to concur with you, and as much as that pains me again, wow, <laughs> I'm, I'm having to agree with Benny again, but it, it's so true. Uh, you're just spreading the gospel of uh, reality that, hey, Edge is, uh, it, this was actually a good move. Now, whether, like you said, we're, everybody read into the, the whole idea of, well, it was too supernatural. You know, that's back when Vince was, you know, taking charge of creative then. Uh, who actually knows the uh, true story? Uh, rather, I I have found this to uh, be one of those storylines that needed a resurgence. And thanks to adding Dom and having Edge and Beth and, and then Rhea and and Damian Priest and Finn Balor has just been what the doctor ordered, as they said. And Rhea, or as they say. And Rhea, yeah. I mean, Dom is doing bloody great at the moment in this role that he's oh, kind he, of got on. He's tremendous. I mean, it, Roman was not the only one that got heat. Dom got major heat. I mean, that Montreal crowd, he, he's getting it everywhere. But those Canadian fans, and I'm saying this with all due respect, they know how to bring it. That, that yeah, was definitely. incredible. 100%. I did not expect them to, to really throw that much shade on Dominic. But you know he had to love it because you're doing your job right. As soon as Dom, that's what I like, as soon as Dom starts talking, the crowd are literally like, shut up, boo, we hate you, shut your face, little again. And then he, especially when he brings up the fact that he was in prison and he was in the yard and all this stuff, and ultimately they're saying yeah, he was in prison for about two hours. In prison, yeah. He was only in prison for two hours. He wasn't in the yard. He wasn't in the it, so, yeah. yeah, so. it wasn't like he had a, a prison break moment or, you know, exactly, or something yeah. like that. Oh. He was, yeah, two hours was enough. They should do that. They should try. They should have Dom fake a like, prison escape video or something like that. <laughs> they should. <laughs> like the TV show, and I haven't even watched it. My, my family's been watching it, like binging yeah. it on Netflix or something. I remember when it came out. Do you know what? And I, I've heard nothing but great things, yeah. but they should. Do you know what? I just thought of something, because obviously – WrestleMania goes Hollywood. I don't know if you've seen the Seth Rollins Joker <laughs> parody. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, it was really I, Becky Lynch doing her Batman voice though. What's that about? It was it was quite cringy. She actually did good. Yeah, <laughs> who would have thought? Of, I know some women have deeper voices too, but she actually was convincing. I mean, she, she's like um, you know, and and Seth as the Joker was that was perfect casting. I mean, he with his laugh and the and the way he's presenting himself now is uh, that's. I mean, you couldn't yeah. get much better than that. You know, I thought, oh, this is going to be a little phony. But no, it actually turned out better. No, than it I was thought. good. Um, I was just thinking Dominic could either do maybe a short shank redemption, maybe, or even like a prison bait break um, yeah, parody sure. or something like or that, the, you know. Or the Green Mile or something. <laughs> or One the of those Green Mile, yeah, that would be quite movies. good. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's so much <laughs> so they could thought, do yeah, now yeah. with that. It's Hollywood. I mean, that, that's true. We ought to do like a, a show, or, or maybe if you even when you do it solo, Benny, just ideas of, of if they're doing <laughs> Hollywood, what, what commercials they could do. Maybe we should uh, we could do it in a we'd have to do it in a certain way, but we could definitely film separately and put something together for in the corner goes Hollywood. <laughs> we'd have to think of something off there. We're we're, we're brainstorming now that live on the good. podcast, but I think we might have to do something, man. Um, I got. We'll, we'll, yeah, we're we'll gonna just, have to. We'll talk. We'll talk. See what we can get done. You know, via the wonders of the internet and everything, and separate cameras and being in different a country. But I'm sure we could we could figure something out. Definitely. Any ideas, ladies and gents, of what me and Tyler could do for a WrestleMania style Hollywood parody for In the Corner? Please help. At In the Corner WWE on Twitter. Let us know. Um, that's a. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's genius. And uh, hey, that, that's all credit to you. Even though, uh, you know, I, I did pay you some money under the table, but that's <laughs> for another podcast. 
Uh, but but no, going back to Elimination Chamber, man, this was a hey, this was a loaded show. I, I mean, this was one of the Elimination Chamber uh, events that I was actually hyped about, and I, yeah, I never I thought I would say that about every uh, EC uh, pay per view then now premium <laughs> live event, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, so we have the women's uh, elimination chamber match. The winner would uh, the winner of the match would determine the number one contender for the Raw Women's Title. Uh, so Oscar versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia versus Carmella. Um, first thoughts on this match, Tyler. Overall, I mean, I will admit I will quickly say before we go to you, I wasn't overly hyped about it in the in the in the first instance. But um, yeah, I think it actually maybe I had maybe I had less of a investment in it. So when it actually ended up being pretty good, um, <laughs> I was blown. Away. I'm not. I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought it was a better match than I imagined. Anyway, uh, it was. I think you know. Uh, unfortunately for the women's division, if you don't have the uh, other big stars, the main event caliber, upper echelon type talent, it tends to go that way. Unfortunately, because I, I say that. And I, I wish I didn't have that kind of perspective. So I, I get where you're you're coming at it from with that kind of uh, thought process. But I'll, I'll tell you something, Benny. I've I been very critical of Liv Morgan over you know since SummerSlam uh, prior to, to uh, SummerSlam with the, the Ronda Rousey program. Uh, I, I was so much in the favor of Rousey, but my how things change. I am now yeah. in the corner of Liv. After seeing that matchup, I think, uh, she just talk talk about somebody that was highlighted and with doing being creative with her move sets even more, showing me a little more uh, of a variety that sold me more on Liv Morgan. She, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm I'm a Liv Morgan fan. We were obviously we were very critical. We were both had. I wouldn't say we were overly negative, but we definitely didn't like the Ronda Live match at all. Um, the botches here and there. Um, we couldn't figure out the yeah, time. Yeah, could we, we critiqued it. Yeah, whether it was Live or Ro- or Ronda or whether they just didn't mesh together, we didn't really know. But also the Raw. In fact, until recently, I mean, SmackDown's got a little bit better, but overall, the, both women's divisions felt very stagnant and very like, yeah, okay. That's happening. And you know? that's perfect. Yeah, th- yeah, that's a way to say it. Stagnant. Um, Great word. But, um, you know, the way it's ended up being, I, I I thought it was a really good Elimination Chamber match, to be honest, and um, better it than was. I imagined. Better than I imagined, definitely. Um, yourself, you went with Raquel Rodriguez. And do you know what? I don't blame you for that. That's a bloody great pick. And I will. And she she had a great showing too. She did, yeah. All of them did, I think. Even uh, Natalia had a yeah, pretty good I match. Yeah, I think fair. it's fair. Everybody did. Everybody yeah. looked good in that match. Um, Carmella looked great, and that's a like you know that, I think that was a well, I don't know whether it was a first match back, but it was a her first pay per view back, PPLE back. So she looked bloody good in the ring, um, and looked she, good. She did, and and I liked the way that she was uh, kind of hiding in the pods, you know, talking yeah, smack yeah, Oscar. Yeah. But then when when it came time, of course, she was doing the hill move, trying to run away, and yeah. and took her licking and kept on ticking though, because she she would take advantage. I, I like. What did you think of that double team? Uh, the double teamwork, I should put it, of uh, her and Oscar taking down Raquel. I thought that was done. That was a good way yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, tell the story of fighting from underneath. It took two ladies to keep Raquel uh, down and eliminate her. I don't think anybody is coming out of that match and you think, 
you know, the, the internet sleuths all say, oh, they buried this person, they buried that person. I I don't think anybody looked weak. Um, everybody looks no. a good launch pad going forward. Yes, you know, only one can win it. And obviously we've got WrestleMania, you know, was it six weeks away, something like that? Um, so Yeah, six weeks. It's getting very close. Yeah, so I don't think anybody looked bad in that match at all. Um, but you went with Ricardo Rodriguez, I went with Oscar, and I will admit, I if you listen back to the podcast, I think I was torn between Oscar, Liv Morgan, and um, I think I think even through Carmella in is my sort of top three. But obviously we can only pick one. And ultimately, I thought yeah. with everything going on with Oscar at the moment, um, and this, you know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. But do you remember when Oscar first came up and she went against Charlotte, and Charlotte beat her, and Charlotte was the first one to ever beat Oscar? They missed a, they, they, yeah, they missed an opportunity there. I think for Oscar to be, you know, you know, at least undefeated a bit longer. Um, so I feel like this may be Oscar's sort of redemption story, do over, whatever you want to call it. Um, but again, if anybody can beat Bianca Belair on this reign that she's had, I think out of those women, no offense to anybody else, Oscar. Brett, my heart's just broken that my pick didn't win. Uh, that's all I was going to say. But Asuka, I mean, she is a, so talented. And the way she can wrestle, just that whole uh, Japanese presentation. And I, I don't mean that as a knock. That's an ultimate compliment, by the way. I, I just enjoy, and especially this darker entity that I guess the audience over there and, and the the fans in the UK and, and the States and North America overall have always kind of known, too, that really follow the New Japan Pro Wrestling or the different stardoms and or it started on just one promotion, but you know what I mean. Some of the promotions over that way, and now they're seeing Asuka showcase it over here on like Monday Night Raw or on premium live events or a SmackDown. It's it's really uh, fascinating to see unfold. Yeah, the only I would say it's a negative as such, but I do feel maybe um, Oscar. I mean, she cuts fairly good promos, but I think maybe. Oscar could benefit from having somebody be her mouthpiece to a degree. Um, and I don't mean that. I just think maybe it would add an extra element to her um, just to have somebody be that sort of like, not translator, but I think just um, someone to sell her a bit more. Just help her along. Just help her along. That's yeah. yeah, that's a better way of putting it. I'm trying to yeah. say, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but I, sometimes when she's, you know, and she starts, obviously, I don't speak Japanese or <laughs> Mandarin, whatever. I don't either. So, uh, uh, so don't story. ask me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know what I, was, I was trying to think the wheels were spinning when you were uh, examining and kind of bringing that to light to everyone's attention here. Uh, Benny, I was trying to think of who on the roster or maybe somebody that's a free agent you could bring in that would, would be uh, compatible as far as uh, yeah. meaning her mouthpiece. So th- that, that's very interesting. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure to be honest with you. I am, you know, it's just more of a thing I've had, I've thought about recently. So I'm not really, who, 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 who could that be? Um, I mean, you know, on our curveball here, yeah, you know, Chelsea Green with the whole Karen thing at the moment. Oh my gosh, you, you know, I, I was thinking the same thing, and something's wrong here. I've, I at first uh, disagreed with Benny a lot. Now I'm actually we're we're telepathic all of a sudden because I was actually I, honestly I was thinking Chelsea Green. I was saying she's got such a different but still yet crazy type of uh, Karen thing going on, and, and that may be actually very fun to watch because you could have her be the essentially you know dealing with all the 
the travel and all that kind of the agents and all that kind of stuff and the stuff that could happen and Oscar could just be this monster competitor that literally I'm not saying comes out like Goldberg or Brock Lesnar or, but you know maybe similar or even like a Ronda Rousey used to when she first came in you've got that sort of ultimate fight sort of feel around Oscar which you could do it makes Oscar feel more uh, legitimate like exactly. Brett, not saying she's not but we, we've seen so many different uh, variations of her character why not unleash more of that darker side kind of like what you're saying the monster so I'll go with you on that one I mean, that's just off the top of my head I, you know I just thought just as we talk because you asked the question I hadn't really thought about who could be no, I, I think it was good I think it's good to ask questions and uh, you, you gave me the answers uh, what was that Roddy Piper promo that was so famous I mean <laughs> I, I can't I can't remember it but I mean it, that's I don't know why it always reminds me when we say just the wait, questions I think, is and it, just when you just when you think you've got all the answers I change the questions uh-huh. You know, that's that, it. That's it. So I'm, I'm glad you remembered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you think of the hot rod first. You know, but uh, I'm perfect. I'm gonna milk it a little bit. But yeah, I got I chose Oscar. She won. She yeah. Um, so that's to another one for me. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Why not, Brad? Hey, you're undefeated. I see. Okay. You know, you're well, undefeated. I, I know, but uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll allow it because it's your show and. You, you know, but just remember that I, I am. Yeah, you'll come back. You'll come back. We got so, uh, we got two yeah, nights of WrestleMania to come up as well. So that's going to be a hard <laughs> one to, you know, but uh, yeah, you're, you know, you, I haven't won a pay-per-view against you um, at all since we started this and you've been on a streak since Extreme Rules. So um, just enjoy it. I, I'm just going to say sit back and enjoy your two I will. matches. And- I will. I will. But uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say it now because we're going to talk the last two matches anyway. But um, ultimately, because of those two that you got wrong and I got right, I have won this pay-per-view for the first time ever. What? Yeah, Steve, I oh, won boy. for the first time ever. <laughs> hey, yo! Yes. There you go. <laughs> so I yeah, won. All, all the sound effects. I mean, hey, congrats to Benny. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm even going to give him a, a, a <laughs> applause. Not too loud because we're recording. Uh, I, I just want to say, though, hey, you, you, I'll admit you when I was, uh, was, I was outnumbered, man. Uh, you, I find, you got me. Two matches. I, I finally yeah. won one. That's all. That's all that matters. At the end of the day, I finally won one. <laughs> so I know. So, yeah, that you can hang your hat on that one. Uh, but the the villain part of me is just got to say, there's going to be more uh, that's going to spoil any kind of opportunities for Benny to come back retaliate. So <laughs> I, I'm actually letting him uh, bask in his glory, and yeah, I'm, yeah, we're I'm not gonna, even talking Keith Lee. So. I'm going to bask in it now. No, I, I love this guy. We, this is the kind of fun we have on here. <laughs> the crowd, the crowd are che- chanting for me. <laughs> They're cheering for yeah, me. They are. I mean, they are. Uh, you've got the you've got the UK people. Even the Americans don't want me to win. So they're they're already saying Benny, Benny, no. Benny, beat but, the guy, beat Tyler, beat Tyler. But anyway, yeah, I, I finally won one. But anyway, we're moving on. Um, Austin Theory defends the uh, United States Championship against Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Montez Ford. In the elimination chamber again. So it was the other elimination chamber match uh, that night. Um, damn, I mean, it was, it was, it was so good. Um, Montez, as I've already said, MVP. The thing he did, I was so scared for him when he was on top of that. I was on top nervous. of the, yeah, it was. Oh my gosh! And I thought, is he gonna? I hope he doesn't mess this up. And you know, um, but yeah, no. Blooming great match. We both went for us in theory to retain, which is uh, which you know. Maybe with a little bit of help from uh, Mr. Logan Prime Paul. Um, well, yeah, Logan Paul probably had something to do with why he won. 
Only a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's just a smidge, not nothing uh, major. Nothing major, no. I mean, I mean, what do you? I mean, I I think we both liked it, but I mean, what what, what were your thoughts on this uh, elimination chamber match overall? I, I thought the match was uh, just stellar. Uh, Johnny Gargano was uh, to me. Uh, this is the kind of match where he thrives. It, it reminded me of uh, the days of NXT a little bit on the main roster for Gargano and Damian Priest. Uh, we talked about Bronson Reed, what a monster he is. The upside, the potential has always been there. And I think it's good for a lot of these wrestlers, whether they've been released or they just decide to go work elsewhere, whether it's New Japan Impact, AEW, and then come back or just the indie scene. And then it's like there, there's a resurgence. There, there's new life. And, and that's what prime example would be Bronson Reed. Austin Theory, what can you say, did fantastic uh, Montez Ford is a star that spot him. I'm with you. I was scared for my life because I'm afraid of heights, but he can pull it off. It still bothered me, but he did it. And uh, I got to tell you, this there were so many spots we could uh, analyze, but I, I'll just uh, tell you one brief one, uh, Benny, and, and you'll be able to get away from both Gargano and and uh, Seth Rollins and the other door was yeah, open that was good. to the other side of the pot. Yeah. That was good. And then they just were beating him up, man. And, and it was, uh, Austin was selling it. It, it was, uh, it was just great. I mean, there were so many parts of this matchup that, uh, you know, I'm not one for gimmick matches all the time. I don't mind a good old still cage match, hell in a cell every now and then or a ladder match, but I do enjoy Elimination Chamber, and I, I think more than I, I thought I would, especially if it, it's done correctly. And I feel like they, they got it done in both the women's and especially the men's, with all due respect. Because most of the time we're, we're bragging on the women. The, the men, were, they step up their game when they need to. Yeah, I think both Elimination Chamber matches were good. I think, and I, again, it's all subjective. I think you're right. I think the men's one only, ju- I think... Was I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to say only just beat the women's, but it, I think it was slightly better. Now whether that's because there was a title on the line, I don't know, or whether it was because of the spot Montez Ford. Um, that may may have all factored in. Yeah, yeah that, that's Logan true. Paul. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I'm glad you enlightened me and and the audience there. Logan Paul obviously got involved. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. That dude has done nothing wrong so far. I liked it. I mean, yeah, I don't, so, I don't have a problem with. It. I mean, we talked about it, but uh, you know, I'm anxious to get your thoughts on it. I think it just adds more to dislike about him, and and he's going to, I guess, be the heel, I'm assuming. We've seen Seth kind of do the tweener role. I'm not sure, but I, I like this because Seth was already, I think there was a video he shared on social media t- kind of uh, making fun of Logan Paul, and that's all to build into this angle where they can have the match at WrestleMania. So that's all I was looking at it from that uh, kind of standpoint, and uh, I was fine with it. I, I think I was glad Austin Theory retained uh, I like him being a lawn champion. You said that as well. So I, I don't know. Maybe, I'm, you know, what was your opinion? Because I, I didn't have a problem with Logan Paul. I, 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 like yourself, I was very much after Rumble when Seth got eliminated by Logan. One, what a shock. And two, you know, Seth isn't going to let that go. Seth Rollins is the freaking, you know, one of the top guys. So he's not going to like the fact that some YouTuber came into Rumble and eliminated him. So... I felt this was going to progress. Obviously, comments were made, and then Logan Paul injected himself into that elimination chamber when Montez Ford was uh, trying to be helped out because he got, uh, you know, got injured in that and match. The curb stomp. So yeah, they, so they yeah, had to get. To the, what was it? The outside. Yeah, yeah. And, so uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and then Logan Paul did it looked, that. It uh, did look brutal. Yeah. What do they call? It? Is it a buckshot lariat? Is that what they call it? 
Well, we, yeah, the Buckshot Larry, he, yeah. he does it nicely. I mean, I know Adam Hangman Page, so many others have done it. I think Canyon, and I forget, there, there's been wrestlers even before that that have done it. But yeah, of course. He, man, hit the way that him and Bad Bunny, I know we talked about people probably sick and tired of it, but I'm just going to say it anyways. I don't care. Because guess what, folks? I love you, but there, there's a part of me that's not going to hold back. So I, I'm just going to say, Logan Paul, I mean, the way he's just came in and transitioned and came into wrestling, much like Bad Bunny, I mean, I've just been impressed with. I, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I think he's doing a marvel. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Now, if you'd have said that to me back when Logan Paul first appeared with Miz, I'd be like, whatever. Get that. I don't care. Whatever. I don't like him. And I still, yeah, you wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. Um, I listened to a little bit of uh, his podcast when, when Cody was on it just to see what it was like. I'm sure he's a douche sometimes. We all are. But um, based on that uh, brief uh, interact, that brief segment I listened to, he sounds very, even though he's a freaking millionaire or whatever, and all this YouTube and his prime stuff, and yeah, he's got this ego about him. I think Logan Paul, in front of cameras, I could be completely off base here, so somebody might prove me wrong, but I feel Logan Paul is playing a character in front of the camera, YouTube, podcast, whatever. But on the podcast, he was very humbled. It seemed like he was a very humbled uh, person. Um and he's very happy with, with the way his life's going. Yes, some people hate it. Some people are going to hate you for, you know, tomorrow, t- Tyler, you could win the lottery and be driving a freaking Bentley yeah, or something, yeah, you know. Life. So it's yeah. life. So. And they're, they're, they're going to cut me down the road, and I'll be happy about it. So, yeah, uh, but, but no, that, that's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, no, he seems like a, he's got his head screwed on to a degree. I think if he wanted to be a full-time wrestler with WWE, he seems to have the, the, he may not know why he's doing things in the ring at the moment and why he should do that and why he shouldn't do this, but he's going to learn and he's got the ability and possibly the, the natural given freaking talent that I wish I had even, a, you know, a fifth of. I, I wish I so, did. Yeah. Yeah. So. Me, me too. I think that's, that's what helps. We, we can be jealous even in the most envious ways and it'd be a good uh, emotion to have. And I think that that's what generates the legitimate beef with people. Yeah, exactly. But that's sure. what makes him a good, they, that, that makes him a good heel yeah. though as well, doesn't it? It, it does. Yeah, the, exactly. I was just correlating with what you were saying there. It was, uh, everybody can relate. To, that's why we can't stand this guy, but he's perfect for putting in front of the cameras for having be the spoiler to what Seth Rollins or anybody's uh, when they were right there to grasp another U.S. title or just win a monumental matchup. He's the kind of guy that can come in there and ruin the moment. And you go, you know what? I hate that guy. Don't hate him. That's a little strong, but dislike him. Yeah. And you'll go, well, wait a minute. If he's supposed to be where we don't like him, isn't that kind of the point? You kind of answer yeah. your own question. Yeah, yeah, but you hate him, but you go. That that's always a nice change. When, when you see him, you knew something was going to bound to happen, but I didn't. I didn't foresee both those guys just colliding. For, and you got to think about the distance of the ring, too. Yeah, I mean, again, for both, I mean, we know what Ricochet can do. And we're seeing every time Logan Paul gets in the ring, we're seeing more and more what he can do. Like I said, he may not necessarily know the full psychology of everything, but he can learn. Yeah, he, I mean, he, and I think he's taking it seriously. He is learning. Seems and, to be. And that's, yeah, or, yeah, at least that's the impression. Uh, right. Uh, so I think that's that's why there's uh, a lot of people are excited about Logan Paul. I think Paul. Logan Paul, uh, now Logan Paul, Seth Rollins at Mania, which I think is going to happen. Now, whichever night it happens on, I have no idea. But I, I feel like a Saturday night, but um, that's just a guess on my part, obviously. But could be one of those I mean, matches could. that are just yeah. 
blow your mind? Well, think about how well he did back at WrestleMania. Mania, pardon me. Let me get that word out. Uh, but also how good he did against the Miz in that match at SummerSlam. I was able to be there. And, man, that yeah. was a great match. That, that that really was not what I expected. And, and I was glad of the result because that made me know, hey, look, this Logan Paul guy means business. I mean, well, he's how he did it. but look, he, look he knows how, how to work. I mean, this guy's catching on. Look how he did against Roman. And I hate Crown Jewel as yeah. a big view normally, but damn, what a match. <laughs> yeah, him and Roman tore the, the uh, not the roof off, but the tents. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> I don't know how you would describe it, but it was, uh, it was good. I, I didn't mean it like, you know, that probably was wrong. But, but there's no one like Karina. Oh, <laughs> so it's like, shut up, what? No, I'm That just was kidding. good. That sounded like, yeah, uh, that was probably awful. But forgive me if there's people in Saudi Arabia <laughs> that are listening that they're probably like, who is this douchebag? But I wanted to get cheap heat, I guess. Well, there you go. So, but it was a great match. It, it was. <laughs> I was just agreeing. I probably shouldn't have said 10, but I've already went there. So I do what you went through about it. But yeah, no. I buried uh, myself. Yeah. But th- there's an interesting th- thing here. I mean, we'll talk about more about that anyway down the line. But because we're talking about it now, I've got to say this. What if Logan Paul beats Seth Rollins? Now, Seth Rollins, oh my God, if he beats Seth Rollins, what a freaking big win for Logan Paul that would be. But in terms of storyline going forward, this Joker-esque on the edge thing we've seen with Seth in the past, and we are kind of seeing now, if you saw the way he behaved on Raw this past week, could send Seth into this spiral maybe of just losing it and being very unpredictable and maybe being a lot more vicious going forward, maybe to then be a contender for maybe next year's Mania for a title, possibly. I don't know. But there's several ways you I could go like with that. See. But that would be quite interesting. Yeah, I w- mm-hmm. No, I, I would like to see that. I, I was just concurring. I, I think we need to see more of that aggressive side to Seth outside of this uh, kind of uh, carefree, laughable character. we we got to see more of that kind of Seth Rollins eventually come out, and, and Logan Paul's the, the perfect candidate to do that. How long before Logan Paul is more of a regular? You know, if that's going to happen, is he going to be more of a regular? Is he just going to be this one-off sort of every now and again? I don't know, but, you know, a bit more training with the right people in the psychology and stuff. He, he could be a, a great heel, and to the point where he's going to be a heel for a while, but once he proves himself to the WWE fans that he can go, which I think he's kind of almost done already, he could be a he could be yeah a, he's proven himself you know as it works. I think if you go, if you're a heel, eventually people start respecting what you've done and what you can do in the ring if you can put on good matches consistently, like a Seth Rollins, you know. So yeah, and and I think what people respect too, Benny, is they they see he shows up and works and he cares. I mean, sure he's got the ego, he's he's obnoxious. But the guy's been successful, and I think, like you said, that that's tailor made for the perfect hill, and uh, and and if he can bring out more of the uh, the nasty type of uh, demeanor of Seth Rollins, I'm all for it. I, I'm here. Let let's have it. I'm here for that. If that is the way it goes, I don't think it. You know, I, I'm, that's just again guessing and picking up little parts that I saw this week on Raw. So we'll see how it goes. Main events in Montreal. Roman Reigns defending the title, uh, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Sami Zayn, the hometown boy. Um, let's face it, that's what we tuned in for that pay-per-view for. Um, no disrespect yeah, to anybody else on the card. 
That's what sold that pay-per-view, that PLE, whatever you want to call it. Um, and again, so much stuff in this that is still yet to... You know, there's still more chapters of this story to go. Um, oh, there, there's so many more. Uh, that, that's what makes it even more, that much more, like everybody's invested. I know I'm going to sound redundant, but it, it's just true. I mean, there, there's just so much more layers to this story. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, the match, I thought it was blimming. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I couldn't take, it's one of those matches where you barely, um, you rarely look away from the screen. So it's one of those matches I want to see it. Like I said, ultimately, you know, in my in my heart, I, you know, how cool would it have been if Sammy had won? But in my head, Roman was going to gonna walk away and we both said that. So we both guessed that. Um so, so we got that one so right. So we got that one right. But um, I mean, what do you think of the match? And the, I don't, I, and also, I missed the point. Sammy ended up having a scratch on his torso, but I don't know where he got that from. He did. I, I did notice. Yeah, and I, I was wondering the same thing. How did he get that scratch? Just to show you the the physicality and wrestling. Uh, I mean, that's a that's a reminder there, a painful one at that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to uh, recall how that all came about. But I, I thought the match was just like you were kind of uh, laying out there, Benny. Uh, you couldn't look away. Montreal, I mean, he had all the fans. Uh, he had a lot of fans even here in the States and UK that internationally that just wanted to see Sami Zayn. And I thought they did a great job in this match of the way the story was being you know, laid out, that there was hope for Sami, even when uh, – you know, it seemed to be going against him. There was still hope. Hey, Sammy's going to win this thing. And I thought they did a beautiful job of uh, relaying that kind of intricacies. And, man, Roman Reigns with his banter with the crowd, Sammy's wife and family members, and Paul Heyman, just his facial expressions. And you talk about just psychology and and using – I'm always uh, going to favor body language type of uh, – of ways of, of speaking a message without talking. And that that's what all of these guys did. Sami Zayn did it. I mean, I, I was just enthralled by, by the referees getting knocked out every time Sammy using a Superman punch, mocking Roman, uh, Roman, you know, insulting Sammy, especially going back to his wife at the barricade. And, and even that, that conversation, the, the dialogue between Roman and the wife that, that got me that, that really, made it seem real that blurred the lines it suspended my disbelief even for a second so for those things i was uh i enjoyed because that's what makes us wrestling fans when we and like for any form of entertainment so i just man this whole bloodline saga and then the, the get this match and what we saw at royal rumble and now elimination chamber i was so happy for sammy but i must say roman's just a tear lately that's why I wanted to see him retain and knowing that he had Cody at WrestleMania. I mean, it's hard to really go move by move and by segment. However, it was just a incredible matchup. And I just, I'm like, you, yeah, I couldn't turn away. It was just mesmerizing there. There was so much going on if, cause I actually had to go back and rewatch the show to remember everything. And I still couldn't tell you step by step. That, that's how just uh, awesome this was. If I could borrow a line from the Miz. No, I agree. I, even like I'm struggling to remember absolutely everything. I do remember like Sammy kicking out of a spear, then another spear, and the fans were like, "Oh my god!" Um, yeah, the shock. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Jay stepping in between um, Roman after the ref, so the referee's knocked down. 
There's no ref. Roman's got a chair and he's going to use it on Sammy. Jay gets in the ring and stands between Sammy and Roman. Roman basically has a go at uh, Jay. Um, ultimately, hands Jay the chair. And we're look, we're getting we're getting we're all getting flashbacks of Royal Rumble with Sammy with the chair because uh, Roman turns yeah, his back are. on Jay. Um, and then, but uh, Roman gets impatient, starts pushing Jay in the face. Uh, I couldn't quite catch what Roman was saying to him at that in that moment, but um, I couldn't either. I, I was trying myself. I, yes, yeah. Um, and then ultimately, Sammy gets back up, goes to spear Roman. Uh, Roman sidesteps, and Sammy accidentally or. I think it was more of an accident, but Spears, Jay. So does that leave it open to, will you attack me, Sammy? But did he? You know, he didn't, but he kind of did because of Roman stepped out of the way. So who was Jay there to help? Was Jay, Jay looked conflicted to me. So I couldn't quite, I think I was leaning more towards he's there to stop a beating on Sammy. But at the same time, he also did that thing of looking down and not looking at Roman, you know, like he's still somewhat. Yeah servitude or scared of him whatever yeah that, that's what makes me uh want to tune into friday night because i'm hoping we'll get more answers uh that was i always like that kind of part to a storyline or a, a matchup that that's all part of the uh that's relative to the story you know jay Uso, uh you mentioned it about royal rumble him not seeming to align with his family members and the bloodline and and he, him and Sammy were able to trust each other and become close when it appeared that, you know, Jay was not very fond of having Sammy a part of the group. And, and it did appear that he was, he looked confused. He, he was thinking of it. Okay. Here's my family on one side of it. Now I've got a, a guy that I considered family or at least a friend. Do I want to repeat what happened at the previous event, which was Royal Rumble? And he, you brought that up, Benny. And I, that's what I love. I, it's the what ifs. It's the, what we don't know, what's uh, going on yeah. or, or playing in his head. It's, it's those type of moments that just leave me craving more of the story. It's just been, it's been so good. It's hard to put into words or even describe or depict the people. It's just, you have to watch it and, and live it yourself. I think you nailed it with, uh, it makes me want to watch SmackDown to see what happens next. And I think that, that sums it up perfectly because that's the same how I feel. I can't wait for I'm hoping we get more answers. I reckon we'll get a little bit, as we have been getting. We're almost like drip-fed it at the moment. <laughs> but <laughs> No, it's true. But you know what? I don't mind that, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, very much uh, looking forward to SmackDown, I guess. That's a, that's a good way of putting it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's like if uh, it was a, a star on Raw, it, we'd all be saying the same thing. Because it, if you got a storyline that strong and, and been so dominant, and all the for all the right reasons and all the right places, then you, you're gonna. It's like a TV show, episodic. You're gonna want to see what's gonna happen next. What what's gonna be the next move, or who's the, what's this character willing to do? Is he gonna turn on somebody, or is he gonna align? And I mean, it's like good and evil. It's it's like those the conscious we all have as hu humanity. Do we want to listen to the voice that leads us to good, or are we going to listen to our bad side? Yeah, definitely. Our voice that wants us to do bad. So I think you could uh, draw the parallels. I know that's kind of bizarre to people probably listening, but I think as long as it's got logic behind it, that that's the thing. I mean, we could kind of see when in Jay Uso's uh, facial expressions. I mean, you could tell he was just his whole demeanor. He's like, "What do I do?" Because on one hand, this guy's telling me to hit him with a chair. I've done been down that road where uh, he was making Sammy do it. Now he's wanting me to do it to Sammy in front of his family. It's hometown, demoralize the guys. So 
and then it was perfect because Sammy was able to spear uh, Jey Uso. That way, we, we didn't know. So it leaves room for more of that to develop. So I'm, I'm with you, man. SmackDown is going to be a very uh, uh, just a, another good show. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the weekly show, we go we move on to Raw. Sammy uh, kicked off the uh, kicked off the show, um, and you know, ultimately he said thank you to the fans, but uh, also reached out to KO to see if uh, KO would uh, maybe uh, want some help taking down the bloodline now, basically. And I, I don't, it would have been quite easy if it's KO. So yeah, okay then. But I like the way they've done a callback to. Because KO comes out, Kevin Owens comes out, but ultimately turns around and says, I told you, I'm done with you uh, back a while back. So, uh, you know, we the, the whole speculation has been at some point, Sami Zayn and KO are going to team up against the Usos. Of course, now we've got that spanner yeah, in the works. that's what we're hearing. The, the spanner in the works of Jay and Sami are somewhat friends uh, to a degree. Or at least don't maybe uh, maybe Jay starting to disagree with the way Roman does business. I don't know. Again, SmackDown. We'll hopefully we'll find out a bit more. Um, yeah, me me too. I, I hope it reveals a lot. But I definitely feel like this is possibly at least again we could be being teased here. Now I don't know if you uh, heard last week's show. I heard I read a uh, a really fascinating uh, like perspective on this whole bloodline Sammy and everything. Now at the Rumble. I think I said on last week's show, so people who listened to last week's show are going to remember. But if you didn't, basically, the story, the, 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 the theory is that when Roman said there's going to be one final test for you at Royal Rumble to Sammy, that actually the test began at Royal Rumble. And could it be that Sammy is still in the pocket of the bloodline? And this is one massive swerve coming our way for WrestleMania. So it's just a way yeah, of I, testing Sammy. Would, I, I would like that actually. That would act, just uh, give the story another twist. So, I, honestly, until you brought that to my attention, uh, I would not hate it. Uh, that would, well, I hate to overuse the word that. Let, let me preference it by stating it would be uh, just very well. You said it, fascinating. I'll, I'll just borrow a word you just used. It, it would be. Uh, it's hard to explain it and just saying it. I mean, until you see it, visualize these things and watch them, I would just be uh, very ecstatic if that indeed happened because... Well, I mean, what a swerve. It could just... Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's that twist we all need or desire or just didn't see coming. But we Maybe didn't, we, we didn't need to see it. No, no, but... I mean, I, we could be wrong. I just thought it was a real fascinating uh, theory, basically, on that one. But, you know, it could be a case of... Because we, you know, he said this is your fi- this is your final test. Didn't necessarily say that the final test was going to end at the Rumble. Maybe his final test began at the Royal Rumble, and actually, it will come to, you know, maybe it'll finish at WrestleMania, and then Sammy will be a full-on Bloodline member. Maybe I'm guessing. You know, obviously the way it's been going, we've had Sammy say about KO and stuff. But my point is, we weren't really told. We're assuming the test was to hit KO with a chair. Maybe that was the test. Maybe it wasn't. It's going to be interesting going forward regardless. But what a swerve that would be if the test comes to a head at WrestleMania. Sammy comes down to maybe look like he's going to help Cody Rhodes, but actually doesn't. So, um, See, that that's a good way to keep Roman as still the champion. 
And we could still I have mean, we could still have yeah. Sammy KO team up against the Usos for the tag team titles, and maybe it still looks like that night you know Usos could retain still. But at the end of the night, then Sammy comes out. Maybe the Usos are out there. Maybe KO comes out. Maybe Sammy comes out as well. And we all think Sammy is there to help with KO, and then he doesn't. He ends up helping with the bloodline, and you know Roman walks out of Mania with the title thanks to Sammy, the Usos, and Sokoa, and in the whole time. You know, the next night on Raw, we had you go. We had you. We, you know, you know. To, to paraphrase uh, mm-hmm. Mr. McMahon back in the day, it's me, Austin. It was me all along. You know, yeah. it could be one yeah, of those. You I'm know? the evil man now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it could be one. It was me, Kevin. It was me all along. <laughs> it was my idea. Whatever. You know. So it turns out that because Sami Zayn has called himself the ma- master strategist in the past. So if it did go this way, there's all the little nuggets of information that can make you go that way or the other. But either way, it makes, like you said, it makes us want to watch SmackDown and it makes us want to see what's going on with this Bloodline storyline. Oh my gosh, it does. And I just, I know it's a theory, but the way you're relaying it, and it, it, it's all sounding uh, like I, I might want that to happen. Because as <laughs> much as I, think I love Sammy, the, Sammy against the Bloodline, that that's also very good. The more I think but about you, it, the more I'm like, yeah. I wonder if this is going to happen. Yeah. It, it, speaking of uh, back when he was doing conspiracies, <laughs> this may be a, exactly. a, a Again, good possibility. It links all into this Sami Zayn sort of character to a degree. So, you know, I'm not saying... And that, to think that, yeah, but after we just broke down that match of uh, Elimination Chamber, to think Roman's even talking with his wife. I mean, this is all just incredible i mean what if what if sammy just like hey i took all this beating i even challenged even hey guess what it's all part of our master plan it could be the beating could be a a thing of just Uh, roman uh wants to see what sammy can do and maybe it's a way it's almost like a not a hazing but you know what i mean like a you must take this beating and this initiation is what i'm trying to say uh, into the bloodline if you remember yeah jay is so he he even did it to his own family members i mean he had to compete in a match so why not somebody else that's wanting to be like family that that's go. probably uh the test or your knit groups you got to go through uh this and that or i may have to beat you up till you uh till you show me you're loyal or you're going to go through with this process so i'm just uh my mind's blown i, I mean it really <laughs> is i'm not just saying that to blow smoke i i'm glad you you brought that up because it's got my will spinning again i'm like what if you know yeah um We'll move on anyway, but yeah, there's so much there to unpack. We'll quickly just recap Raw, what happened generally. Um, in one of the best reversals I've seen in a long time, Mustafa Ali reverses the famouser man- into a handstand and manages to roll up uh, Dolph Ziggler to win the match. That reversal for that thing, I don't know if you remember seeing it, Tyler, but it, I was... No like, idea. I was like, I've never I seen that before. I thought it was great. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, Mustafa Ali is just like Dolph. He's so innovative. And and even off a pinfall, it's just you never do uh, put it together. How can you make this different and stand out? And uh, Mustafa Ali answered it. On the face good. of it, it's very basic in terms of the reversal, but I've never seen it before. Um, so it, uh, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gents, Mustafa Ali versus Dolph Ziggler from this week on Raw. I'm sure there's highlights on the old YouTube and stuff. Give it a look. Um, Cody Roman says that, you know, I could say that Roman, you know, while you're defending the title, Roman could be at home with your wife, Cody, but he's happily married. But then Paul Heyman alludes to the fact that he's not happily married. 
Brandy Rose, but okay. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think yeah. Paul th- Paul wants uh, wants Brandy. Uh, it's what I gathered. It, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, um, you know, Paul and creepy. Heyman's always and creepy, brilliant though. on promos. Yeah, it was creepy. Uh, it was bizarre, but I, I guess they were going for that with Heyman. You know, in the neck brace, and I love how he, he knocked on Canada. Speaking of strategy, having Roman, y- you mentioned it, the mouthpiece, the the guy that you know can convey the messages and and generate the heat and disdain. And Cody didn't want to even see him there. I mean, he addresses Roman. I mean, this was, I was trying to know, even watching it, you know, going back on the DVR, it, it was mesmerizing because, yeah, he brought up the wife uh, part of Brandy. And I'm like, are we going to see Brandy now? I mean, is oh, uh, I see but what on, if they, they do decide? I did see her on the Cody Rhodes, like um, there was some backstage footage that had come out with uh, Cody talking. And obviously we, we saw Brandy in the background, but not really on camera in a sense of talking or anything, I don't think. Um, we have yet to see Cody and Roman face-to-face as well. Um, obviously we still have, what, six weeks? we still got six weeks. And I, I like how they're being patient with it. I think it's good because you've, you've got, you've still got time, even though it is getting closer. Uh, and let Heyman do the promos and have the encounters and, uh, so I, I'm very just I, – I don't know how you would describe it. What were you and help me out here? I, I'm just excited. I guess I'll just keep being redundant a little bit because <laughs> – Well, we keep saying I, – I You know, it's the unknown. Yeah. I, I think that's it. It's just the unknown of when it's finally going to happen, that, that meeting, that moment when we're going to see Cody and Roman face-to-face. I mean, we could even see uh, – because we've seen Paul Heyman turn up on Raw. We've seen him on the Titantron. We could have Cody turn up on SmackDown. Cody probably isn't going to turn up on the Titantron as much, but he might turn up in the ring. Maybe we see uh, Cody take on maybe Sokoa or maybe some maybe Jimmy or Jay even. I don't know. Or maybe Where he have, has to go through the bloodline to, to, to finally get, to get Roman, that confrontation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, either way, I'm anticipating it. Um, I'm eager for it. And like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing that we haven't seen those two um, uh, together yet. No, not at all, because, you, like you said, anticipation is a good way of saying it, uh, phrasing the yeah. terminology. Uh, because, yeah, I, I think sometimes storylines get rushed too much because, oh, we want more of the sizzle instead of, uh, listen, the sizzle is going to be more effective if we if we have patience with it, if we wait. Yeah, exactly, yeah, uh, 100%. Um, MVP and Omos issued an open challenge to Brock for us. I mean, we kind of talked about that earlier in the show. Um We'll see how that pans out next week, basically. Um, Becky Lynch, now I called this a couple of weeks ago, but Becky Lynch and Lita <laughs> uh, challenged damage control to the women's tag team titles, and I understand that's going to happen next week on Raw. Um, and apparently, now again, this is backstage uh, people talking on the internet, so I don't know if it's true. Trish Stratus was there, and they initially was going to come That's what out, I heard. Um, but uh, they changed it now. I quite like that because what could happen is next week we have the tag team titles. Bailey gets involved. Maybe they do, maybe the damage control retain. There's a bit of a beatdown going on, and then we have Trish Stratus come out then to maybe help with you know to help Becky and Lita, um, which I think the the word on the street is basically we could be seeing Becky, Lita, Trish, and Damage Control in a tag team match at Mania possibly. Um, so that's the. I've also heard that as well. Uh, it looks like that's the rumor or the the big hot uh, topic too. I mean, as far as having all those uh, ladies featured, 
But you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing Lita and Becky Lynch, the tag women's tag team champions. To be honest with you, that'd be that'd be uh, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, no, I, I wouldn't mind it at all because I, I like Lita with Becky Lynch. I, I like <laughs> the uh, the pairing and uh, damage control as well. So the the whole uh, segment, Bailey segment, uh, deli- delivered what it should have. I mean, it it got this match set up because it called the bluff of the women's tag team champions, Dakota Kai and Io Sky, and, and Bailey helped, of course, and uh, to, to see Becky and Lita with the comeback saying, oh, so you're scared, and, and remind them of all their accomplishments, so it, it made the champions feel like, oh, maybe we, we need a challenge, but then before they could do it, Bailey disagreed, you know, not disagreed, but agreed, and then they, they acted like they were a little reluctant, but then they got, you know, all of a sudden felt relieved or something. So it was uh, very interesting, the, the whole change of uh, speaking of body language and, and the promos and, and the exchanges. Interesting to see what happens, really. And, um, again, the word on the street is basically, or the, the, the webosphere, I should say, is that um, it's going to be a six-women tag team match at Mania. But do you know what? If Lita and uh, Becky... Um, do win the titles? I'd quite. I'd happily see Damage Control take them on at Mania for the titles again. To be honest, you know, have have them lose and then, or even have Damage Control retain on Raw, but maybe outside interference of, with Bailey causes a rematch at WrestleMania. So then maybe we have Becky and Lita win them at WrestleMania, which would be so much cooler rather than on Raw. It, it would be a cool moment, and I'll I'll tell you, after seeing Lita, I mean, she can still go. She's definitely a legend, Hall of Famer. Uh, th- this is so neat. I mean, who would have thought in 2023 we're we're going to be talking about Edge, Beth Phoenix coming back. Now we're talking Lita. We've seen Trish already. I mean, we've yeah. seen some of the, the legends return. I mean, it, it's a remarkable uh, time for the industry. And I'm, I'm happy for Lita. And I, I'm you know just so overjoyed for Becky Lynch and Bailey and Damage Control. I think all these ladies are so talented, and and what a matchup! What's this say? It, it's actually a compliment to Damage Control, because you've got, especially I'm talking, I'm excluding Bailey because she, to me, she's a star. She's in that conversation with Becky and Lynch and, yeah. and that whole uh, era. But what I'm saying for those two ladies, talking about Sky and Kai, I mean to be be able to share the ring not only with Becky but especially Lita, knowing her experience and how many championships she's won. Uh, but has she been a tag team champion? I guess that's another question I meant to ask you. Well, there was no women's tag team champions, was there? So I don't. Oh, think that, Becky, that's true. Yeah, so I don't so think there, either. She have, wouldn't have been. No, so. it would be so. It'll be a first. If that's if what they I do mean, win. it'd be so cool to have her name attached to those tag titles, wouldn't it? To be honest, um, going forward, uh, it, so. it, it would be it would be incredible unreal you could use all the adjectives it's <laughs> it's just it would be pandemonium i mean if gorilla monsoon were alive and he had bobby heenan or jesse ventura it would be pandemonium again <laughs> oh my goodness um but yeah yeah i think i think that there's a way of that could go uh, bronson reed defeated chad gable via pinfall after the tsunami gable was distracted when otis was outside the ring being um <laughs> Talked to by Maxi Dupree. Otis. I'm I, laughing. I, lo- I love, I love, <laughs> all, this. I love all this. Um, I do too. Because it's not the first I, time I wanna, Otis. I want to be Otis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otis. Yeah, if, is, if I'm getting her to talk to me, I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll be Otis. Otis is a bit of a player, hey, man, because he's had Mandy Rose chat him up in the past and everything and all that storyline <laughs> no. going on. This guy's a player, yeah, man. Hell yeah. He's, um, he's had Mandy. He's had uh, 
and good for him. And poor Chad Gable's got the look, and he's <laughs> he, he's wanted to pursue his modeling career, but they're not interested in him. They want Otis, man. I mean, is this the start of possibly Alpha Academy going separate ways ultimately? Otis obviously is a bit of a goofball, but um, I loved it when he did when uh, Maxi uh, Dupree called him Otis last week, and he did the, oh, he said Otis, and he like moved his eyebrows yeah, and everything. It's yeah. so funny. He, um, he was like, that, "That's a foreign word to me, but I'll go with it because you're uh, pretty, and, but you know, you're paying attention to me." It's funnier because you know he's already been told off for eating a hot dog, and he's got mustard on his face. She's like really like enamored by him and calling him Otis, and he's like, "Ooh, Otis," and he moves his eyebrows, mustard on his face. If you, again, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gents. Go and find it on YouTube. Um, it is absolutely hilarious. But it, I mean, in terms nothing of nothing says modeling like uh, having mustard on your face. How long before Chad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long before Chad Gable slaps Otis in the face and we see a different Otis, not this comedic, fun-loving guy? How long before we see this guy just snap and use that strength on his former, t- you know, possibly his former tag team partner? You know, is that where this is going? I have no idea, but this is the second time we've seen Otis in the last half. Yeah, and I think we need to see it. I think he's good at the comedic style, but I want to see Otis become more aggressive because I think it, it's time for him to change with his character. And I, I like Chad Gable. I mean, I, I'll tell you, for Chad Gable to pick up. Uh, Bronson Reed like he did and do the suplexes. Yeah, all that like German suplexes. When Austin was amazing. Theory picked him up at Elimination Chamber, how strong and powerful are some of these guys? And we, we underestimate their power. I mean, that I was just that, I was wowed. That by German that suplex on Bronson Reed from Chad was like holy crap. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but I think out of the, if if Otis and Chad do go their separate ways, I've got a funny feeling that Chad Gable would be the heel in this. Even if we see Otis become more aggressive, at the mo- I mean, I could be wrong on this, obviously. I mean, obviously we're speculating about them splitting, but we could definitely see... I just feel that Otis is more the fan favorite at the moment. Yeah, Otis has got more of the fanfare. I think Gable, even if he's being comedic, which he is a lot of times even now, but it can turn it on when he's in that side of that wrestling ring. Uh, I think he's just—he's got more of the personality to be more of the heel. Where Otis, like you said, he, he's more of the fun-loving guy. But if he needs to be more of the aggressor, he can be. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we we already spoke about um, a little bit about Edge taking on Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory with a pinfall um, over Edge, but this was caused by the fact that Finn Balor. Uh, kicked Edge in the head from the outside of the ring and into uh, Theory's arms into the A-Town down. Uh, Theory uh, retains his title against Edge. And then we had Finn Balor. You talk about aggressive, Tyler. Three coup de grace on Edge. So this Oh, is, he was ruthless. I yeah. mean, he, he was making sure that they're not in the rear view, like Corey Graves said. <laughs> Edge thought they were just going to be in his pass already. He was uh, looking ahead, and, and Finn Balor was there to remind him uh, not so fast. Uh, we're still going to be much in your way. So oh, yeah, I'm not to done me, with it's, you yet. Like you said, it's it's leading up to WrestleMania. It's got to be. Uh, yeah, I think we need to have another match against those two. Um, and I think it'd be it'd be amazing at Mania in theory. Uh, no pun intended there. Um, one last thing I want to mention quickly uh, is Seth Rollins. We already mentioned him earlier, but he did defeat the Miz. The referee had to stop the match after Rollins hit Miz with several curb stomps, uh, forcing the referee to intervene and stop the match. Um, 
Uh, Rollins attempted to deliver a message to Logan Paul for interfering at Olympus Chamber and did so by punishing Paul's former mentor and teammate. This is what I was talking about earlier. If Logan Paul gets under the skin, which it seems like he has, and maybe even beats um, him at WrestleMania, which is, uh, you know, 60-40 at the moment. But we could see this more aggressive, sadistic side of Seth Rollins, which I think we kind of saw this week on Raw with the, with the Miz and the curb stomps. Yeah, he, he was teasing it. Uh, he was, uh, and that's true. You know, you don't put it together all the time. Maybe we do. I, I'm just, you know, speaking for me uh, that, hey, The Miz was the guy that introduced Logan Paul to the company. I mean, they, they were in that tag team match back at WrestleMania, but it was Logan Paul who turned on on the A-lister. And to see Seth Rollins do the multiple curb stomps, yeah, it reaffirms the that more uh, ruthless side to uh, Rollins' uh, character uh, concerning wrestling. Uh, and I'm all for it. I, I don't mind his kind of Joker-esque uh, or esque, as they were, or as they would say, type of gimmick. I, I think it's running its course now. I love it for the the WrestleMania commercials. It, it's perfect. But I I kind of miss seeing not only not just the Shield part of me, uh, Seth Rollins, but also the Ro- Seth Rollins after the Shield to when he won the uh, the championship. Uh, more of that, but even you could escalate how far he's willing to go uh, with a lot of his stories. So yeah. I, I think I think he's due. No, I agree. Um, one last thing, only because I forgot about it. I was gonna be, the Seth Rollins thing was going to be my ending point, but I forgot to mention that uh, Elias was in the ring at one point um, asking somebody to face him at WrestleMania. Now, Elias, we've already spoke about, but he has not had the greatest return to WWE. No. Um, Bobby Lashley come out and beat down Elias basically not a good another good week for Elias uh, but uh, Bobby Lashley saying that uh, anybody disrespects him he'll just destroy them from now on so again more aggressive from Bobby Lashley uh, and that's pretty much it on Raw but um, yeah Seth Rollins as you said it's going to be interesting going forward we've got six weeks to Mania yeah I was going to say Baron Corbin and Elias should just form a tag team well, yeah, that's something I didn't mention. That obviously Baron Corbin actually attacked Sami Zayn at the start of the show, and then Sami and uh, Baron had a match on Raw. Sami came out victorious, but um, that's not a bad shout, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know where you go with. Although uh, Elias was talking to Rick Boogs the other week, um, whether there's going to be something there, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. It's got me confused. But mm-hmm. even though I'm sure creatives got some sense of idea, but. I mean, for Corbin and Elias, I just think they're they're going to be buried regardless. And I'm not even blaming WWE. It's just I think they well maybe they are a little bit perplexed. Uh, I hate to even go this route, but after seeing what's happened the past several weeks, I mean, it's just like these guys are becoming because I guess they're getting good at those type of roles. Hey, let's just get squashed by by the other other wrestlers because there is nothing left for us to do. It's just like. They're in a vortex. They just can't seem to escape. I mean, I, I don't know if the Ezekiel thing really did, done Elias in. And then with Corbin, there's so much up and down, whether he's bum, a bum Corbin, he's happy Corbin. We don't know what to do. JBL was is now out. It's just you, you can't always believe what you read, but you have to think and make the assumption, well, we don't really know what to do with these guys. So this may be the best spot we can put them in. And maybe that's what it is. I was going to say, I mean, obviously we've had uh, Baron Corbin, um, obviously the whole 
JBL things uh, come to a head and JBL's had enough of him losing and not performing as he should. Are we going to see a Corbin-JBL match maybe? I don't know. Um, but what do we do with Corbin going forward? And, and what, what in saying that, what do we do with Elias going forward? They're very hard questions, to be honest. Yeah, they're hard questions and, and not as easy as they, they appear, obviously. I think you, you brought it up. I, I'd like to see both these guys. I think you can have too many comedy characters. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. Elias go back to being more that that kind of uh, the heel that yeah gets himself in trouble like he did with Lashley, but where he doesn't look bad. I, I get why Lashley had to dominate. It definitely Elias. Let's be realistic; it's not going to go over Lashley in any segment, nor should he be. Just being respectful, uh, and neither should Corbin. But uh, these guys neither. It seems like they need another reset, and I hate to even go that way, but it just seems like they every time they, they've been restarted so much. I used to feel bad for Lacey Evans, but these guys, you look at these guys on Raw, it's like, okay, okay, we, we got this for you. We're bringing in a Hall of Famer. Oh, by the way, that's that's not working out. We're just uh, maybe it's just creative frustration. I, I don't know. It is very difficult to surmise what could be the answers to fixing these guys' careers, but they need something. And I don't know that you can bring a manager. I don't know you can because that's that's actually been done. If you think about JBL, I don't know if you pair him with somebody. I mean, nothing seeming to uh, resonate with anybody. They're they're not getting over. At least you know Corbin was at, at some point and Elias too, respectively. And I, I think they've just been restarted so much. Uh, nobody knows what to do with them. I mean, it's just it could be as basic as as that. It's just it's really sad because they're talented, but. Uh, we've seen this before. It's it's not uncommon uh, with wrestling and wrestlers to see. Hey, listen, uh, they they go through some bad spells, some bad gimmicks, and they just can't get out of it. Whatever the the rut is. It's yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, I don't know whether you like you said maybe teaming them together might be a good idea. That could be something. But um, uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, I just feel maybe uh, in terms of Corbin, I don't know about Elias. I think the way that it looks like we might see um, Boogs and um, Elias maybe do something. Obviously, they're both known for playing guitar. There could be some weird sort of Bill and Ted-esque vibe going no, on there they, at some they point. They could at least make that funny. So it exactly, would give yeah. Elias. But then you've still got Corbin, Corbin if you're looking uh, at it from... I think Corbin needs to be on his own. Um, and like you said, maybe drop the I'm rich type and I'm better than you gimmick because it's not working for him anymore, I don't think. Um, maybe do you know what I don't think it would be bad if he went back to NXT to be totally honest with you and reshuffle and you know sort of yes he'll have that NXT um, well look at Jinder Mahal I mean that's what yeah. he had to do he I, think, uh, I mean there's no, there's nothing wrong with a lot of uh, a lot of stars having to go back maybe they need to I mean look at Mandy Rose it helped Finn Balor went back I mean I, I know I, I know she eventually you know is not there anymore but think about the time her coming back, she had kind of hit a uh, a wall as far as the create creative. And, uh, boy, was NXT the shot in the arm she needed with toxic attraction at the time. Yeah, and as I said, uh, Finn Balor went back as well. Um, and it didn't do him any harm, to be honest. He went back and became no. NXT champion again. And, you know, um, so, yeah, not necessarily a bad thing. I, I do feel maybe more of the Lone Wolf-esque maybe bring it up to date a little bit more. I don't know what that looks like, but change his whole look, you know, maybe give, put a beard on him, a big beard. I don't know. Just something's got to change, definitely, hasn't it, on all of these guys. To he, be he, he just needs a lifeline. He, he needs help. I mean, uh, seriously, this guy just needs a boost. Yeah, definitely. Just, and 
I, I feel bad for them. I, you know, as much as I, they're, they're good at making you not like them. And, and that's the gist. I, I just feel so, so bad on, uh, for their behalf or on their behalf. Let me re-say it to get it right. It's just, uh, I don't know where you would go. You're right. It's so hard. I mean, what do you do with them? Hopefully we'll find out relatively soon. Maybe we'll get through mania and maybe yeah, hopefully it'll, you know, it'll help to boost them. I mean, the fact that he attacked Sammy was pretty good, but the fans like the fact that Sammy beat him. He's just, uh, there's so many people that, I don't know. Unfortunately, you, like Dolph Ziggler at one point, and even still to a degree, bloody great wrestler, but is kind of the gateway for another talent to go over on them so they can, you know, build this person yeah, up. Yeah, he, exactly. He's the guy that helps put people over, and he he's an amazing talent. And you, you kind of feel for him, but he's kind of been that utility guy where he's there to help like an Ali and, or just help somebody bounce back at his expense. So that, that's the way he's just utilized. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it for this uh, this show, Tyler. Thank you very much once again, buddy. Oh, you're welcome, on. Benny. It's, uh, you, you've, you finally won one, and I'm, I'm proud <laughs> yes. of you. I'm happy. <laughs> and uh, only uh, for you to lose again. But uh, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> I will enjoy it until WrestleMania, at least, anyway. Um, could be interesting. I might win night one, and you might win night two. You never know. Well, vice versa. I mean, it's even... it's very plausible. I mean, I'm talking a lot of smack, but it, it could backfire, and uh, <laughs> that's bound to happen. Uh, mate, you've uh, won. You've so, won. You've won every pay per view uh, PLE since Elimination Chamber until now. So you know you're a you're, you're ahead of me. You've got so many wins. So <laughs> let me have yeah, one but, at least, man. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You need to have one. But I, I'm, here's the thing, Benny. I, we're never satisfied, are we? <laughs> no, uh, of course not. It, I'm, I'm spoiled. It's what it happened. I, I got on this winning streak, and I, I don't want to slow down. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, where can we find you on the old uh, interweb, and what are you up to? And uh, you know, I see you're starting to do some more uh, softball stuff again. Is it? Is that right? Um, so yeah, yeah, softball. Yeah, that's coming up. A uh, new softball season for the uh, the high school uh, team. Uh, the, the girls that play softball. Very honored to be doing that for the second year uh, coming up. So yeah, we'll be doing that. Uh, you can find me at Dustin Tyler 86 on Twitter. Uh, you can find my writings and uh, some other podcasts like that. Well, specifically the weekly report on uh, WrestleBuddy.com. Also, their sister website, GeekBuddy.com. You can find me on In the Corner with a great Benny Mac. And uh, so go fickle yourself. Get the T-shirt. <laughs> uh, cheap plug. Also, the Rewind Wrestling Radio uh, podcast. Got to give them a shout-out. They do such a great job. I'm one of my first-ever podcasts. Also, so I have to mention them standing strong with Waylon Myers. Look for that. Uh, there's a chance it may be coming back. I, I don't know for certain, but I still want to also show love to that program. Also, the Uncensored uh, Wrestling Podcast doing the Attitude Year. So it's it's cool that we're bringing up like DX or Austin. Uh, we're recapping right now. 1998 is the year. So another just uh, exciting year for wrestling, sports, entertainment, whatever you want to call it, etc. And then, uh, oh, back when, I have to mention that. Also with Scottish Danny, I do the show with him. And that's just been uh, a fun experience. And they're always a wild ride. And I don't want to get off of them, though. It's a problem. So uh, (laughs) I have to make my list. I have to do the Jericho list of uh, podcasts, which I'm fortunate enough. They they put up with me. And uh, if I don't say anything, they're going to end up wanting to. I'm I'm not going to make it into their bloodline. So. (laughs) <laughs> there you go uh mate i think it might be time for tyler to do his own show on sjp world media and be the, the be the uh, anchor on the show but you know 
we'll see what happens. Well, hey, hey, we could see. I, I need to talk to uh, so I, I was going to go a different route, but I hear he's not. I'm not sure he likes when we call him a certain thing. It's not a bad term. It's just the I wise mean, man. Uh, you know, yeah, the wise man. See, and I, I was afraid he. I was going to feel his wrath, uh, but <laughs> you said it. So yeah, our, our wise man. So. Maybe maybe there can be negotiations, but I, I'm enjoying just uh, tag teaming the longer when you all allow me to be on and and for uh, putting it. up with this guy from uh, across the pond in the states. <laughs> so. Mate, always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, thank you very much, and thank you everybody that's sending questions and answers and all that kind of stuff. You can follow the show at In the Corner WWE. Don't forget to follow the network at SJP uh, World Media, and we'll see you all again next Wednesday for some more WWE talk and whatever else is going on in the world of uh, WWE and maybe Tyler will start getting his picks together ready for Wrestlemania so he can finally beat me again <laughs> which he probably will but thank you very much for listening oh, I, I, yeah I'm going to <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the show this is Benny Mack thank you Tyler and we'll see you all again next Wednesday 